Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we'll be talking about Season 8, Episode 20 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is High and Dry. Uh, our IMDb user synopsis is, Chandler has Jeffrey for the night since his grandmother is in the hospital. Lucy and Kevin celebrate their wedding anniversary and discuss starting a family. Cecilia makes plans for going to college and discusses her relationship with Martin. Do they discuss starting a family? Um, no. No. But I, it was just allude, heavily alluded to. I guess so. Uh, so what was your first impression of this episode? Um, one of the reviews I was reading for this, the title was, Jeez, Riders, how many alcohol episodes can you do? And I agree. <laughs> how many alcohol-related episodes can you do? Oh, yeah, because Simon got drunk that time, and Aunt Julie almost killed Simon <laughs> that time when she was drunk. We've had, we've had a lot of alcoholic-themed episodes. I'll drink to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, something I mentioned while we were watching was, like, the we said this in the last episode, the misuse of Aunt Julie. This would have been a good episode to bring Aunt Julie in for. Um, and also just, they did the thing where they do in Seventh Heaven where it was, like, an issue episode, but... Um, they, they tried to loosely connect people who were, like... I don't know if this is where you're going with this, but, like... They try to loosely connect, like, people who don't belong in the episode at all. Say, like, Chandler and Roxanne. Yeah. And then, but also, like, they made it all about the Camden that was affected instead of, like, us learning about why the person who was or why Peter ended up drinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can uh, get into it as we do here on Camden Cast for you. So, the cold open begins at the middle school, I guess. They're still in middle school. No, they're in high school now, aren't they? No. Not until next... Not until season nine. Oh, okay, okay. It's, like, a big deal, because we'll see. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, Pete is making plans <laughs> with Luke and Alex, who are in his English class, to do something, like, mysterious this Friday night, presumably. Um, and then Ruthie comes over, and she's like, Oh, aren't you gonna, like, help me babysit tonight? I'm going to babysit the twins for the first time alone. And Pete is like, oh, no, uh, my dad is coming into town. And, um, oh, because apparently Vic does not live in Glen Oak, but he just comes in from out of town, like, every single weekend just to see Peter. It seems like he's coming in more than on the weekends because he's always there. Right. But, oh, I don't get it. Where does Vic live? Somebody give me an answer on that. (laughs) Um, So Peter's like, no, I want to spend time with my dad. We're going to, like, rent movies and watch them. Um, So Ruthie's like... Bummed. Then we get to see, Ch- like, it cuts to Chandler at a school, an elementary school, presumably, and he's like, I'm looking for Jeffrey, Jeffrey Turner. Um, I'm in the process of adopting him, and I got a call that I needed to come to school, and, like, I don't know, like, there was an emergency. Um, and the school informs Chandler that it's not an emergency, but Jeffrey had informed them that Chandler would be picking Jeffrey up after school because his grandmother had to go to the hospital for tests. But, like, Chandler (laughs) didn't know that, so now Chandler has to surprise Jeffrey for the night, I guess. Except, why is the grandma only in the hospital for a night? For tests, and on a Friday night. (laughs) It's strange. Okay, so, um, we're gonna start with probably the storyline that's the most removed from any of the main action, which is Martin and Cecilia. Um, so when we first meet up with them, it, Martin has just won a baseball game, going four for five. Wildcats. In the 
house. We've done no, this. No, we know we have. Oh my god! Oh wait, he goes to the same, same. high school yes, that Mary went to. I was like, <laughs> both of the high schools had the. Nope, nope, it's just consistent. They actually were consistent there. So they have this post-game ritual where they go see a movie and grab some pizza. Uh, but Cecilia seems really down, even though she should be happy. Her boyfriend just won a baseball game. Um, and it's because they're thinking about the future. So Cecilia uh, ha- is, like, figuring out where she's going to college, and she's realizing that um, she's not going to be here next year. And remember, Martin is younger than her, and he has another year of school left. So what's going to happen to them? Um Aaron and I had a gripe about this specifically, uh, and I think it's something that a lot of TV shows do, or did anyway, um, which is, like, the way that they portray college acceptance. Acceptance processes, yeah. like the fact that you have to have your deposit in by May 1st, or else you're not going anywhere definitely for the fall. But they have it up until, like, graduation. Like, in movies, you see people, like, at graduation day being like, you all thought I wouldn't choose, but I chose. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, like, I, but also just generally speaking, I feel like although deposits are due May 1st, a lot of the times people have decided. Or put multiple deposits in at multiple schools, and right. then they're like, they're not actually sure which one they're definitely going to enroll it's in. It's like, where's all this money coming from? But uh, I guess TV shows have yes. unlimited money. Um, so we catch up with them. Well, basically, so they're talking about the future and they're both thinking about, is it, is it a good idea for them to continue on full force in their relationship? Um, we next see them after they come, come have come out of the movie and they're trying to like talk, but every time, like, I think at one point, um, Cecilia says, let's be open and honest with each other. And then he goes, I'm, uh, Martin says, I'm scared about you going to college. And she goes, not that honest. So they're having a hard time talking to each other. But then they get to the real issue, which has nothing to do with their futures together. It has to do with the fact that Cecilia's friends drink beer. Right. <laughs> like, that's the problem. I forgot. I was like, what was the real issue? I thought that was it. But then, like, yeah, Martin brings up that he didn't, he was like, oh, if you're not happy with uh, going to dinner in a movie, you just need to let me know. But I am not, like, I'm not comfortable hanging out with your friends because they drink beer. And I didn't want to let you know that, but because I'm 16 and you're 18 and you think you know more than me, but I know enough about beer to know that, like, it's illegal for me to drink beer and I have an obligation, a legal obligation to not drink beer until I'm 21 and... As far as I know, that makes it wrong. Yeah, so that's so that that is what, how they connected to the whole alcohol theme of the entire episode. Even though it could have been a, it actually could have been an okay storyline to really discuss. Like, what are you going to do with a relationship where one of the people is in high school and one of the people is in college? Like, well, it's obviously not going to last. Well, obviously, <laughs> I mean, like everybody knows that. But I'm saying, like, that could have been like a a good different thing to do because that's actually something that real life people go through all the time. Um, but they don't. And they decide that they're going to go full force ahead because they still want to be in each other's lives no matter where they are. Martin also brings up the point that, like, she might be going to college somewhere, who knows, but also he might not be in Lenoke anymore because, remember, he's part of a military family. What? So he, <laughs> he might get stationed somewhere else. Um, so that's them. Other... Um, that's other super <laughs> removed storyline <laughs> is Chandler, yeah. who has Jeffrey for the night. I would say this is the furthest removed. Um... So Chandler is Jeffrey for the night, and he they go grocery shopping, and then Chandler's like, okay, I have to cook dinner for us. And while 
Chandler is busy cooking dinner. Jeffrey's like sitting at the kitchen table. He's like, I want a juice box or something. And Chandler's like, get it yourself. Um, <laughs> and the kid gets up and he's like, he opens the fridge and there's a bottle of wine in there. And he's like, what is this? Uh, and Chandler is like, that's a bottle of wine and it's not for you. And he's like, no, what is this doing here? I thought you didn't drink. And I was like, how did he already, what, whatever. I don't care how he learned this about Chandler. Um, but basically he forces Chandler to dump the wine down the sink because he's like, Ch- he, he really talks Chandler into a corner and Chandler is like, well, sometimes I just like to have like a glass of wine with dinner after work. And he's like, that's still drinking. Yeah. So they dump the, and I'm like, yeah, it is, but like, it's not out of control drinking. Uh, apparently some time off screen and like the, the pre- previous episodes, they've come to a deal that now that he has Jeffrey, he's going to stop drinking altogether, which has never been explained. I've never thought that Chandler had a drinking problem. Right. That was never... Um, <laughs> like, it was... It's ve- Like, the way that they've just... They've, when they do show drinking on the show... It's, like, at the in the context of, like, the pool hall right. or, like, at dinner. Right. And, like, nobody gets out of control except for when they mean to show people getting yeah. out of control. Right, exactly. So, and I think, actually, I want to say this. Like... The fact that you show, like, the fact that shows like this show drinking all together as being wrong, because that's what we get out of this. It's not just like, oh. Well, no, because the can't, like, it leaves, like, Kevin and Lucy drink in this episode, and we're supposed to just be like, okay. Well, like, Lucy doesn't, but we get the idea that she has, and on occasion will. But even then, like, Kevin's ragged on the entire, after, like, for the oh, rest yeah, of the episode like, because oh, he's been yeah. drinking. Mr. Top Shelf. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, like, they do, like, if you want to show, like, underage drinking is bad or alcoholics exist, all that stuff, great, do it. But then you have to also show that, like, there are also drinking drinking that exists that's fine and dandy that doesn't, like, mean anything. And I feel like if you take that away from, like, something like Chandler... It, I don't know, it's pointless. Like, why can't you have at least one character that is able to handle their alcohol? I don't, like, get it. Yeah. And is, like, a good upstanding citizen. I don't know. Like, why do, Why can't you have that? Um, anyway, this continues with um, Jeffrey finding another bottle of alcohol. Um, a bottle of cognac. Yeah. What you find out is, a, is, like, his father's. And the reason that it's being kept, it's because, like, I don't it's know. sentimental value, yeah. something like that. And then Jeffrey's like, that's great for, thanks for telling me why you're keeping the bottle and not drinking it, but you didn't ask me why I don't want the bottle at all here. And Chandler's like, oh my god, I'm so insensitive, how could I possibly have done that? And do they end up dumping it? I don't even know. Yeah, they do. They do end up dumping it. Um, And the reason is also, okay, like, I I wish they would have just jumped in all the way and just made Jeffrey's mother or something an alcoholic, but instead... Being an alcoholic was the least of Jeffrey Jeffrey's mother's problems. Right, <laughs> like she was like a crackhead, yeah. but she also occasionally drank. So like, I don't. It's just so annoying. Like, why? Why this? Like, isn't it better to show Jeffrey that there are adults that can handle the alcohol that aren't like that are in control? The whole thing is about being out of control. And, and you also said like Jeffrey's too young to have. A backstory, backstory and like trauma and all that stuff. He's, well, I mean, like he's like ten years old, but like he's like also talking about someone he's never even met. Yeah, he ha- doesn't know his mother at all. Yeah. These are all things he's heard from his grandma, which he acknowledges. He's like, I pro- that's probably not the true story. <laughs> and we're just like, then. But yeah, that was annoying. Also, when is Chandler gonna leave? At the end of the season. Thank God, something to look forward to. Um. Okay, so I mean, that's that. 
moving on to a more, furthermore inane uh, storyline, we have the Rev and Annie, who are getting ready to go to a dinner that it seems like in the beginning of the episode, like this is like a really important meeting of sorts. Right. They're going to meet the Johnsons for dinner, and the Johnsons are new at the church, and I don't know what we're supposed to think. Um, and the Rev, as the, well, the Rev and Annie are leaving, since Martin has a baseball game and no one else lives in the house, um, they're leaving Ruthie al- home alone to babysit the twins, totally alone for the first time. So they're like half stressed about that, and then the Rev is like, Oh well, I know why the Johnsons want to see us because they're new in the, you know, they're new to the church and they really just want to. They have a problem and they want my advice because this always happens when there's like new people in the church. Okay, which I think is kind of really stupid for the Rev to be complaining about because that's like the kind His of job. Yeah, and also like that's like the like essence he's like brought upon him. Like I don't know, like asks for it <laughs> the way he does it. like he like leads his life this way people coming to him for help because he like sneaks into people's business all the time yeah so he they okay also one other note that is important uh the rev is gifting them a bible as they're like welcome to glen oak <laughs> oh gift. yes i wrote that i wrote gifting a bible <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay um so they get to the door and as soon as they get to the door mr johnson opens it and he's like the rev, we've got a problem yeah, we need your help and they leave us hanging for a bit. They do this thing that they do where it's like, oh, my God, what's the big issue? And it very quickly becomes revealed that the issue is that the husband and wife can't agree on colors to paint their rooms in their new house. So you see some really, as Aaron, like, aptly says, inane scenes of them choosing colors. And sometimes the Reverend Annie disagree, and sometimes the Reverend Annie agree, and it's whole thing. Um, I will say that Mrs. Johnson is played by Judith Hogue, who I for some reason thought she was, like, from... Uh, the Jersey, if anybody remembers that show on the Disney yes. Channel. People, our listeners have already responded sometimes on Twitter to be like, the Jersey! Because <laughs> like, I love that show, but she's not. She's not the mother from the Jersey. She's the mother from, I think, Halloween Town. I feel like it was Halloween Town. Um, she doesn't really look like any of the daughters from Halloween. Anyway, sorry. Um, so the next uh I, th- I mean oh well like they eventually the rev and annie get a phone call and this is when it ties into like the rest of the episode but that's really it for them yeah um i guess we'll move on to lucy and kevin whose wedding anniversary it is so congrats on a year of misery with one another um they are going out to a fancy dinner I think it's like the same place where they got not the where they got engaged. No, I think it's where um, Vic took Paris when he proposed. Oh, when di- he didn't propose. Like, well, like <laughs> yeah. as far as like yeah. um, similar sets go, like that, the, the like standard Seventh Heaven fancy, fancy restaurant, restaurant. Mm. in the past few episodes. Um, the big thing about this, well, there's two big things going on. Well, I just have a note written that says Lucy is pregnant. Right. So, um, which Lucy is totally pregnant. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that bomb won't get dropped until the, probably the, like, season finale or something. Like Which, one is of the parts. Which is coming yeah, up. Yeah, I know. It's, like, two more episodes, but they're uh, dropping hints. They think they're being clever. They have been dropping hints since the last episode with, right. like, the new house. Right. Um, so she's talking about the future, and Kevin's like, let's focus on today, today, and focus on tomorrow, tomorrow. But she's very much like, what's your five-year plan? And like she's like to have a five-year-old in five years. <laughs> um, and Kevin's very non-responsive. He's like, let's just celebrate tonight. Um, celebrating tonight includes drinking a two hundred-dollar bottle of champagne. But Lucy's not drinking alcohol tonight. Now, um, because she's pregnant. 
The, an interesting uh, discussion was brought up. I saw it on the internet. Um, <laughs> we can have it now. We don't have to have it now. But basically, what? how old is Lucy? And should Lucy be drinking? So Lucy turned like 13 in season two. One, right. two, well, two. So wait, she got her period when she was 12? No, I think. Because yeah, that was yeah, the first yeah, episode. Yeah, that's, okay. isn't that normal? No, that, no I'm, okay. I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm just confirming. Um... So she turned, like, 13 in, like, the middle of season two. Now we're towards the back end of season eight. So I think that means that she would be 19, 20. Um, a lot of the internet said she was 20. Some inter- some of the part of the internets were saying that she's actually 21 now. Maybe I'm wrong about when her 13th, 13th birthday occurred. Was. It could have been season one. one. I-, I think it's possible it could have been season one. Um, well, either way, she's either 20 or Wait. 21. Yes. Wait, because when the show started, wasn't it, like... Lucy and Mary, Mary was 14, and Lucy was a year younger, so she was 13, so the show star- wait, no, because she celebrated her 13th birthday on the show. On the show. Wait, they're, they're a year apart? I thought they were two years apart. They're um, two years apart, aren't they? Are they? I thought they were all two years apart, until the I thought that I thought that Lucy and Mary were closer than the rest of them. Maybe they're, like, the... Not the full two years apart. We'll have to go back and search the, the yeah. archives. Yeah. Well, the, the point is, right, that we don't think that, like, We Lucy, don't think that Lucy's of age. Yes, to be drinking. Um, but she has been shown drinking in the past, and for... When? A, like, at her wedding or something? There's, like, episodes of her, like, drinking wine at home oh, and okay. shit. Um, with Roxanne, because they're besties. Oh, yeah, like, they. oh, yeah, she went out with those girls and was drinking. In oh, that but episode. we knew it was illegal then, and, because yeah. Mary was there, like, yeah. mm, mm-hmm. don't do that. Um... But uh, but we have seen her drinking before, uh, not only in that episode, but like uh, like drinking just generally. Um, and the other thing is, for an episode that's really big on alcohol, they didn't have a scene where the guy asked for her ID, or like any ID. That would ruin the moment. And also remember, Kevin is sig- not significantly, but like there is an age difference between the two, so that's interesting. Um, I don't but know. he's a cop, so maybe he like used his authority to. Well, that's an abuse of power. But I don't put it past him. I don't either. <laughs> um, so they are having their anniversary times, um, to not talking about the future, but basically being like, "I love you, I love you too." Um, and then they get a phone call, and then it's Camdens assemble. <laughs> yes. And we'll get to why the Camdens are assembling now. Yeah. So, as I said, in the cold open, the first thing we see is Pete and his buddies Luke and Alex talking about hanging out on a Friday night. Um, Peter then, of course, tells Ruthie that he is going to his to hang out with his father, and he tells his mother that he's going to hang out with Ruthie. Um, so, it's like, what's Peter's big secret? Uh, we have some stupid scenes of Ruthie um, babysitting. Babysitting on twins, but it's, it's not, they're stupid. They're yes. just like playing Jenga and being terrible at it because they are awful at everything. The only thing I want to say about this is that the twins move into Simon's room and they still continue to call it Simon's room and that like nobody can live there because it's Simon's room. And it's like, you haven't done that with any of the other siblings that left. As soon as they're out, they're out. Yeah, so I don't understand what this whole thing about Simon is. But yeah, um, so... Peter is miss, and we don't know where Peter is. Paris calls Ruthie. It's like, how's the babysitting going? I knew you two could handle it. And Ruthie's like, you two? What? And P- 
Peter's Peter's lying. So now Ruthie calls the Rev, and the Rev is like, call Kevin and Lucy. Because for some reason they need to be involved, because Kevin is a police officer. Um, and everybody comes back to the Camden house looking, or like, trying to get together a plan to look for Peter. Uh, the Rev then calls Paris, um, and he's like, you stay at home, I'll go looking for her with Kevin. Uh, where, did you tell Vic? Uh, Vic gets told, and the next thing we see is Kevin, Vic, and the Rev out in the woods <laughs> looking for They're Peter. They're on the streets of Glen Oak. They're definitely in the woods. The streets of Glen Oak. It looks like the woods. Um, there's, like, s- something about the fact that, like, Kevin... That, like, uh, Vic can't be around Kevin because Kevin's been drinking. Again. He calls him Mr. Top Shelf. Yeah. Uh, and they find... Peter, and he's sitting on the ground in a park with two... They're actually just in some bushes. I don't even know that it's a park. Um, With with these two nerdy-looking guys, and they're like, Peter, and he's like, oh, we're allowed to hang out, aren't we? And they're like, yeah, but, like, come with us. We've been looking all over for you. Why did you lie to everyone? And Peter stands up, and as he stands up, he goes to hand one of his friends some item that falls out of his like hoodie sleeve and it is a can of beer and it just pours out into the leaves and everyone gasps inaudibly um so peter's been drinking um yeah so this but he is, only had one sip he definitely only had one sip well that yeah it was mostly they had one can of beer between the three of them and it was mostly full when peter dropped it right so that is the story like that's the big thing that peter's been drinking um so Peter smoked in one episode, and now he's drank in this one, and he's such a bad boy. Duh. Um, we have the Rev being like, I think you, I think you, uh, Vic, should be the one that talks to Peter because of your history with alcohol. And Vic is, like, really emotional. Um, and we have a scene where... Paris and Vic both talk to their son about the woes of drinking alcohol at the age of 14. Um, Paris's approach is, you're my son, you shouldn't be doing what other kids are doing. And Vic's approach is, by 23, you're going to be dead. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's not really what it is. But basically, he, like, goes through his timeline and adjusts it for the fact that Peter started drinking a year before he did. And apparently, Peter's going to be 17, and he's going to go to college... No, he's going to He's going to go to college a year early. Yes. Then he's also going to drop out a year You're, before he ever should have started. Right. Um, and he's going to have his ki- like he's going to be married by 19, he said. I uh, don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he was like he had a, he had a, at least had a kid by uh, 19. Right. Um, and he crashes his father's father-in-law's car at 20. Yeah. There's like all these things. Um, apparently that is enough for Peter to be like I'm never drinking again. I you know, if they really gave the storyline justice about having, like, an alcoholic son dealing with alcohol, I think it would have been really good. But instead, we spent time uselessly with Chandler, uselessly with Martin and Cecilia, uselessly with Lucy and Kevin, with the Painting Johnsons. Um, oh, that sounds... The Painting Johnsons. <laughs> sounds weird. <laughs> sounds like a weird band name. Yeah. Like, a super, like, indie band name. Yeah. Um, the Painting, Painting Johnsons. Johnsons. <laughs> um, and... 
and it's and like so we don't really get any time with like why was Peter drinking in the first place? Yeah. Like having an alcoholic father, I feel like they could have delved into I wanted to see what it was about my dad that made him drink or like what's so good about alcohol that I wasn't good enough or I don't know, some bullshit like emotional stuff. But instead he's just sitting with nerds <laughs> having some beer. Nerds. <laughs> Nothing not that there's anything wrong with nerds. I'm a nerd, like meh. Meh. But um yeah, they focused a lot of, like, the post-drinking like revelation on Ruthie's reaction, honestly, and not really on, like, what, why Peter did what he did. So, missed opportunity, 7th Heaven. This episode was not good. Fact. That's it, though, I think. There's nothing else that happened. I think you got it. Um, so, I'm gonna give it... I mean, it had some lulls. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Um, I'm, I think it was better than the last episode, because last episode just made me angry. So I'll give it a 3. But it could have been way better. Um, I don't know. Come up with other things that are wrong in the world, 7th Heaven. Do something different. Do better. Do better. Um, if you would like to see what 7th Heaven looks like we provide that with screenshots and sometimes videos on our social media twitter.com slash show instagram our handle is show. Um, we are on facebook.com slash camdencast we upload new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday but you can listen to episodes anytime you want on the iTunes Apple podcast app on Stitcher and also on soundcloud.com slash camdencast I am Debbie I'm Eric this is Camdencast